Good morning and welcome back to Dunamis Maximus Helps. Um, today is a snow day. It is February 5th of the year 2020 of our Lord and it's snowing outside. It's going to be snowing all day. We're in a brief intermittent spot right now but it's getting ready to start back up again. I've already built a snowman today because that's the kind of stuff I do. I enjoy the snow. I was raised in Colorado. It snowed a lot there. It's what you did. Not only did you build a snowman, you went and wrecked somebody else's snowman that they built. It was a challenge. Um, and nowadays, kids eat the Tide Pods. So, you know, it's the same thing, only different. And <laughs> just kidding. Let's talk about the uh, caretaker thing here for a minute and get off to a good message. I can remember many snow days like today when Terry had a doctor's appointment and I would call in advance. And it turns out that they didn't cancel it. And it would be with somebody important, for instance, her pain management doctor or possibly her pulmonologist and I can remember one particular snow day when we had to be there at five in the morning because she was having the right heart cath. It's a difficult procedure to go through and angry was the way that she came out of it. She was angry and when they pulled the, the catheter out all the way at the very tip of it because it has to heal for a second and then they pull the stent out that it goes in. Man, she was angry. So enough of that just be patient with your um, person you're caretaking for man show them the love that they deserve they may not be in their right mind they may be in their left mind you have to make sure that you have the ability to be compassionate no matter what and I saw her doctor with that ability the pulmonologist especially and I also have that same ability and I think that was a common bond that he and I shared and we could talk about Terry once we we're done conversing dispensing with business then we would dispense with pleasantries as far as football because he was an Ohio State football fan and I certainly am an OU fan and always have been so be patient be patient you caretakers you're gonna have to drive on snow days like this to get to places that you don't want to go and watch somebody that is getting ready to be mean and have to control the whole situation to make sure that it happens so um, for those of you that um, have listened to this podcast for a while, you know that Terry eventually passed away. It's been two years now. Um, she has passed away, and I am still here. I'm still living, and I get that now. I don't ever think that I'm not... Terry used to be the type of person who would live to die. I want to be the type of person to live to live, and for that reason, I'm finally moving on with my life. I'm doing things now. I'm doing this podcast. This is the 21st episode of this podcast. I'm trying to help people. I want people to know that it is okay to help other people, whether other people like it or not. There's something to be said about somebody who is a helpful person, especially at work or in personal relationships, which I have not had for a while. But recently, I've met somebody who really has enlightened my life and actually inspired me. So for this podcast, I'd like to go ahead and give a shout out to Sam. Hey, Sam, thank you for being you. You're the type of person that really makes me want to get up in the morning and get to work. I mean, I already do that kind of stuff. Don't get me wrong. But it makes me glad to know that somebody is thinking about me in a positive way and in a personal way. So for that, I thank you, Sam this podcast is for you. All right, today's topic is going to be called Snowbecue. It is a snow day here in Oklahoma. I can't tell you how many times in my 
uh, existence of 55 years that I have went out, kicked the grill, knocked the snow off, lit that sucker up, and then grilled. And then sometimes the neighbors would look over the fence and say, is everything okay over there? And if I say, if by okay, you mean my grill is lit? Yes, everything is okay. Because you know I cook with the wood. A lot of people don't do that. And I always have, especially since I've moved out here to the little town that I live in. I cook with all the woods, man. I know some people around here, man. I know where the pecan is at. I know where to get the pear. I know where to get the peach. I know where to get the apricot. I know where to get mesquite. I know where to get, you know, a variety of woods. Peach. <laughs> I love cooking with the woods, man. And other people don't normally do that. So when they smell your barbecue, especially from a distance, and then they drive by, they're like, whoa, that smells delicious. All I can say is thank you. It's the way that I like to cook. And here's a couple of the recipes that I'd like to go ahead and share with you that are different types of recipes to cook. This first one I did last weekend. I went to the uh, deli at Walmart and bought uh, two big thick chunks of pastrami. They had to have been a little more than a quarter inch thick, but not quite a half. And I fired up the grill and did style number three. Style number three is when you cook the cooking temperature between 225 and 235. It can go as low as 215, but you don't want to go like any lower than that because then it goes into style number two. And you, it, style number three is consistent, and it's like a three-hour barbecue that, you know, you just stand around. And it, for me, I like to listen to the music because it helps center myself. And I also like to uh, dance while I'm out on my back porch, man. I have a stockade fence. Nobody can see me, but I'm still enjoying myself. There's something to be said about uh, being able to be at peace with yourself and enjoy yourself and do things like dancing in public. There, there is nothing wrong with that. So anybody who thinks there is, I'm sorry for you. I mean, you obviously have some sort of issue that <laughs> you need to deal with. But me, I'm not scared to just stand up and dance. So back to the barbecue. I found this mix that they have, and it's the Bugagi, which I probably butchered that name right then. But it's a Korean barbecue sauce mix and it comes there's a separate bag with the sauce mix in it, and there's a separate bag with the soy in it and you don't mix it together until it's time to put it together and then put it on the meat you marinate it first and then take it directly out of the marinade and put it on the grill man is it good and on pastrami i am not kidding you those uh i just cooked one chunk of pastrami this time but i also cooked some uh, uh red hot links with cheddar cheese in them and then i had some uh a chicken leg, I mean, uh, thighs to go with it. Man, that was some good. I coated everything with the mix and kept them in separate bowls. And once the fire came to temperature, it took me about 32 minutes to get it to temperature. If you do it just right and set the vents just right, it'll come to temperature the way it's supposed to every time. You just have to make sure that you know exactly what you're doing from the time you build uh, the charcoal and the wood mixture to the time that it's time for it to go out. So if you stay on top of it and build you a safe zone, a cool zone for the food to go to in case it gets too hot, you're good. You're gold. The vents are the key, though. You have to make sure that the vents are open just right to allow just enough air in such a direction where if you have to turn the grill 90 degrees, 180 degrees, uh, 240 degrees. Yeah, anyway. If you have to turn the grill, feel free to do it so that the wind comes in the right direction to allow the air over the vents. Sorry about that. I had a brain fart there for a second. So 
Nonetheless, at uh, style number three, this pastrami, and I put it on the top rack. I have a top rack and a lower rack of my barbecue grill, and I put it on the top rack. And I say barbecue grill. It's a barbecue grill slash smoker. And I use it as a smoker most frequently because um, I just love the smell and the taste of the food. It's something that I grew up with. If you've listened to previous episodes of mine, I've talked about my grandmother's barbecue. Um, I've talked about several other types of barbecue, man. But this is the way I like to cook. This is the way I like to eat. It's how I get my sustenance. It's uh, I keep it very simple. And every now and again, I make the macaroni and cheese and the uh, baked beans and stuff to go with it. But for the most part, I like to make the barbecue and just have a vegetable with it or vegetable medley. Uh, for instance, the green bean mixture the with the yellow green beans and the uh, green green beans and then the wider green beans. Man, are those good. It's something that it, it's like a good memory for me as a kid that I'm having as an adult. But it, it, that I never had as a kid, but it's something that's like a good memory like that. I just need to be on your game the whole time when you're cooking because you don't want to uh, not pay attention and have the food burn and stuff, which is why I mentioned a safe zone. When you're doing style number three, you need a safe zone because you're trying to cook the food as close to the fire as you can without burning it. But the safe zone allows a distance away from the fire where you can flip it over and turn it sideways and take it away from that. So just dropping a little barbecue knowledge on you there. But style number three is one of my favorite types of barbecues. And when I put the pastrami and the bugagi on top of it, the sauce for it, man, was it delicious. I cut it up in pieces and served it over bed of vegetables, and it tasted so good. But I didn't do that in the snow. I was going to talk about stories about snow barbecuing. So let me tell you about the time I lived in Colorado, and I had only barbecued for probably 10 years. No, maybe it was five yeah, well, anyway, I hadn't barbecued very long, and I went out and kicked the snow off the grill and stuff, and we had a midnight barbecue, and it was like minus 10 degrees outside, and there was a foot of snow everywhere, and people couldn't believe I fired up the grill. That particular time, I went ahead and made leg quarters, and I also made a, uh, a turkey breast. Uh, it was just what I had at the time. I used to work for a grocery store. And the manager, always we stayed in touch, man, and he always buffed me up with food along the way, man. He always made sure I ate for that. I respect him. So uh, the people that came to the barbecue, we were jamming on the inside. And we lived in this uh, town home that was a, like a fourplex, and we lived in the upper right-hand corner, and the other three apartments were inhabited by older ladies, and they were appreciative of us because we kept the riffraff out, man. We didn't like, um, how can I say this, people with a bad vibe to come around there. We had a good vibe, and they picked up on it, man. And we'd do stuff for them. And then when we barbecue, for instance, in that particular barbecue, the leg quarters, we took one to each one of them with a uh, ear of corn on the cob and some macaroni and cheese and some beans and a biscuit. You know, we made each one of them a plate and took it to them. And they were appreciative of that. And it was cool because at Christmas time, those ladies would always make like banana bread or cookies or stuff like that. And as a younger man, back then I could ingest that kind of stuff with my metabolism and it didn't even affect me in the least. So those were good times, man. We lived in that town home and had two other roommates. And when it would snow, you know, we would go out and build a snowman we built a snowman so big one time we made it to snow woman and one of the old ladies came out brought one of her bras out and we putting it on the snowman and she was pleased as punch you know to see it out there so but you could do stuff like that back in the 80s i don't i don't think it's like politically 
correct now to put a bra on a snow woman with big bosoms. So it was just one of the things you could do back in those days. And I enjoyed it because it was all about the snow back then. And in Colorado, it snowed all the time. Since I've been down here, it's more ice storms than snow. When I say down here, I'm talking about the little town I live in is in Oklahoma. And it, it has more ice storms than snowstorms to me in comparison. And uh, I like it when it snows. And it's only gotten deep a couple times around here where the snow is perfect for building a snowman. Because once again, I mentioned earlier in this podcast, I have already built a snowman today. But it was it was some of the crappiest no snowman building snow that I've ever worked with. It was dry. It was it was perfect for snowmobiling. But nobody around here has a snowmobile. It doesn't snow often enough. I mean, we're, we're lucky to get this snow that we have today. And today. So, and I went ahead and I took off work today. I just, I called in and said, <laughs> I'm going to take a pass on today. I'll see you tomorrow. And they were cool with that, man. Because I, it, the little town I live in is quite a ways, it's a distance, but between my job and it. So there's a lot of highway time and the highways hadn't been cleared, you know, by the time they're probably just now getting cleared and it's almost noon here. So, <laughs> but the cool thing is about it is I'm able to do this podcast today on snow BQs. I can remember another time when I had a snow BQ and it wasn't a midnight snow BQ. I started, it was a smoker and it was one of those little barrel smokers that you see. And I went out there and kicked the snow off of it, you know, kicked it and got the snow off of it and stuff and got it going. And it smoked all day. And when it's the snow outside and it's cold like that, it holds the temperature of the meat in, especially if you put a bowl of water down in uh, between the fire and where the food is cooking, which most of those barrel smokers have a tray for that. So utilize that. If you want to get real fancy, you can use apple juice, you can use pineapple juice, you can use several things. Um, it's easy to be fancy when you're doing smoking like that. So hang on just a second. That particular time, I was cooking um, Boston butt roast, and then it smoked for probably four or five hours. And we brought it in and shredded it up, and then I cut up onions with it and some pickle relish and stuff and separated half of it out. And half of it, I put barbecue sauce on just the meat. The other half, I put onions and pickle relish in while I was shredding it up, shredded all that together, and put a different kind of barbecue sauce in that had tapatio, which is like a Mexican barbecue sauce, which is delicious. It's not so vinegary. It's one of those barbecue sauces that has an excellent taste that is not so vinegary. But that particular day, uh, I lived back then, I lived in a town home, and they were like, three or there's four townhomes all together and all the neighbors knew each other but i was the only one that barbecued or even made an attempt at smoking food i've always been that way i don't find too many people around me that have the same ability that i do i'm like a a master pit master uh, but for single meals and stuff i you know i catered up to 125 people before when we had a block party but for the most part, I feed me and I feed me for several days with a couple of different kinds of food that I put with the vegetables in order to make it good. Nonetheless, on that particular day, all the neighbors came together in the townhomes and uh, we played board games while the food was smoking and we had a great time, man. We were drinking beer. Uh, we uh, just enjoyed ourselves all day, man. It was one of the, and you, the neighbors didn't particularly like one another in a weird way but when they all came together everybody got along 
back then we used to have a uh, game called the Dark Tower, and in the Dark Tower it was a game board that you spun the the Dark Tower was in the middle of the board and it stood up probably a foot off the board and you spun the board around it but you could also spin the Dark Tower and you press the, the button and it would tell you exactly what move it was it was like the very basic of cobalt programming like from the very beginning and it this was dang 85 86 it could have yeah 85 probably so back in those days man there wasn't a bunch of computer activity Apple was just been Microsoft. Everything was just brand new back then. Um, they were they had the concept of the internet, but it wasn't quite enacted yet that I recall. So the Stark Tower game it was a fun game. When the neighbors came together, man, they used to challenge each other and stuff. But I can remember them all saying that they couldn't believe on a snow day I would actually get out there and fire up the smoker and keep that thing going all day. But I'm that type of person. I will not sit by idly and let a perfectly good day like today, which is so rare in Oklahoma, which is where I live, go by and not get out and do something in it, man. For instance, I've already mentioned twice earlier in this podcast, I built a snowman already and it's not good snow for snowmen, but I'm getting ready. I barbecued over the weekend, like I was saying with the pastrami and getting ready to take the leftover pieces. And now because it's such a cold day, I'm going to make stew. There's some chicken in there. There's the rest of the hot links in there. And uh, there's some hamburgers in there that have been made into jalapeno burgers and stuff. I'm going to break it all down and put it with vegetables and make stew because that, to me, it just sounds good today. On a snow day today, which I probably should go a little bit later outside and barbecue. I'm trying to remember what kind of stuff I got. I know I've got some sort of pork ribs in there. I think they're the, the shortcut spare ribs that have all the fat trimmed off of them. I think I'm going to cook those a little bit later today because why not seize the day and take advantage of a day like today when you didn't have to go to work, you've already built a snowman, you're getting ready to cook, you're doing a podcast right now. The pictures you took of you building a snowman will make an excellent TikTok if you just draw a couple little things to go with it, which I'm about to do as well. So I'm being productive today. So on this snow day, when I could be out there snowbecuing, I am in here being productive and enjoying the crap out of this day. Just like I enjoyed building the snowman out of that crappy, no snowman building snow. So I'm just, I've repeated it several times. So I want to thank you very much for tuning into this podcast today. Um, like, follow, and share. Um, I'd like to end with a little quote. Um, Don't let it happen. Make it happen. Seize that day. And once again, shout out to you, Sam. Thank you very much for being you. I appreciate everything you do. Um, you make me feel good about myself. I hope I do the same for you. Take care and have a nice day.